Welcome to the QuittingDip.com podcast, an improvised discussion about quitting nicotine by guys who have done it, using the tools they found at QuittingDip.com. Welcome back to the QuittingDip.com podcast. We've got the guests taking over the reins today. This is the man, Goose. And I'm flying today with Paco and Six, and we are finishing out our discussion on common things we hear about either why people are putting off quitting or what happens and what to expect in the first week. And so one of the things that we often hear is folks saying, I am just really angry if I don't have my dip with me. And so we just kind of wanted to throw that out and talk about it. So uh Paco help me out here and, and tell me a little bit about what you remember uh staring down the barrel of wanting to quit and thinking about how angry you might be and how to deal with it so I'll admit like the the anger part kind of caught me off guard like I didn't really I didn't see that happening and honestly I didn't even really realize it was happening until like I was about I was about a weekend and my wife was like you're being such a jerk and I was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, this is who I am. Or like, or, you know, just something like, st- like, I was like, no, I, it couldn't be me. You know, it's obviously got to be like an external problem. But then I like kind of looked back at my behavior and I was like, I am, I am being a jerk, you know? So I, I made sure that if I was like, you know, if I was being a jerk, I was channeling it in the right area. Yeah, it's so crazy how many of us could relate to that, to, to that point in that first week where we're so angry and the first thing we do is blame nicotine like we don't even blame ourselves or take any accountability of the fact that we woke up and wanted to throw hands on everybody that day we we sat there and really made ourselves believe that our anger came from not having that little that hit every day and and i think it's really good to touch on that because um what did we all do before we started using nicotine? How did we handle our anger? Because, like, we don't go from being angry and that being like, I'm going to put a dip in, right? Like, the, it doesn't it doesn't right. work that way. So um, we really need to touch on the fact that nicotine and anger, like, I, I'm fully ready to believe that nicotine makes you believe that you need this in order to not be angry all the time and that in itself like if you're not ready to quit after that then you really really need to look into yourself uh goose uh what about you man were you a friendly person when you decided to start quitting to me it was it was less anger and more just like irritable snappiness right like just just kind of edgy and pissy right like that's kind of yeah. that was my experience and it, it it really showed up to me my wife i'm like four or five days in and i am just at this point like you're over most of the physical stuff and it's just mental at that point and something that you had said six made me think you know exactly something i had said on our last podcast was mentally you start trying to attribute attributes to nicotine that really aren't there you just made yourself believe it and so some folks believe that, you know, nic- uh, nicotine dipping, whatever, calms them down. And it never, it doesn't, right? Like maybe that's part of the ritual that you created to help yourself deal with what you were dealing with. But so I'm like four or five days in, and my wife actually says, you need to start dipping again because you're being a real jerk, right? Like, so she attributed that to it, which, 
I guess in her defense, she knew that was the big thing that had changed. But um, I don't know. I, I think for me, I was working with some older ladies at the time, and everything they did pissed me off. Like, but that just goes back to the irritability part of, you know, what you're what you're doing. You're, you're changing up what your body's used to, and so you can expect to have, I don't know, a few days a week of just kind of being in a little bit more of a pissy mood. But you did that to yourself, so you got to figure out where to channel it, how to deal with it, and that's again just a, another great benefit of having a community of people who've been there and understand what you're dealing with yeah, and i'll admit like when she said that like i i can i was i considered it i was like i was like maybe this isn't a good time but like you know i at that point i already made the decision i was already ready so instead of being like yeah maybe i should maybe i should go back to the to the teat instead i was like what should i do about this right and right. like we all have I think we all, all three of us have stories about like being a little bit angrier with our, oh, with yeah. our cohort than, than oh, we would yeah. be normally. Well, and I think the other part of that too, like I, I just keep harping on making a plan, right? So part of that for me was I wasn't going to quit on a Monday where I had to deal for five straight days with people in my job that I knew would yeah. piss me off. I mean, not to, not that putting off quitting is ever a good thing, but just putting yourself in the best chance for success was. Yeah, it's like you said, me. you got to make a plan. And, you yeah. know, that can be part of the plan, but sooner rather than later, I would say, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Going back, like the best time to have quit would have been the day before I started. Yeah. And then the next, the next like best time would tree, be like, right? Yeah, I like today. that. <laughs> there can be a lot of other reasons that you can tell yourself, but this is one that we see a lot. And I think it'd be good to talk about how, what a, I don't want to necessarily say positive outlet but like you know you can come in and like if you join in and you jump in and you're talking to people and you talk about how you're angry like you're in a safe place like that's people talk about that all the time there's still people that are angry you know it might not be because of that the devil's weed but you know <laughs> yeah i think uh it, that that is something that's the shared experience right like again i, I said it i alluded to it last time that you join a website and it's kind of weird. It's the first time I've done something like that. It wasn't exactly what I was uh, signing up for. But <clears throat> what's interesting to me is while everybody doesn't have the exact same experience, most of us have very similar ones. Right. And so where I wasn't like snapping chairs and stuff, I was snapping at people. Right. And that was, it was refreshing to me to see like, okay, they're, they're going through this too. And now when I'm, when I'm talking to new folks on the website, I can go, oh yeah, yeah, it's, that's normal come here and pick a fight with us because we're we're pretty good at it um yeah and i think more people need to be doing that i feel like some people are afraid when they come in they're not really showing their their, their struggles of what it takes to quit like we we really we do this podcast so people can hear and really understand that we're trying to help those who can't find help anywhere and and that anger, irritation, the attitude, all that stuff. It, we we want you to be able to express that in a healthy way because it's crazy how many of the, our loved ones are okay with being like, I, yeah. I'd rather you die of cancer than you be angry at me. Like that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Like like you're so bad at and not using nicotine that I'd rather you use nicotine and then deal with you 
losing your jaw instead because of just how like parasitic this this addiction goes into your brain and um and i don't think people really really think about that like it's crazy to think about this whole you don't like me when i'm angry when when i don't use nicotine i'm angry or irritated or whatever my question to you is why why do you feel this way uh, on a chemical that yeah. you you spend money on that's supposed to make you happy? How is it that you buy something that makes you happy? Twenty minutes later, after you're done using it, you're angry again. And then, in order to stop that anger, you start adding more to your system. So that one tin every three days becomes one tin every two days. The next thing you know, you're buying a tin every day and then now you're buying logs and now you're just, there's tins everywhere just because you're like, okay, well now I need to attend for eating. I need a tent for, for working out. I need a tent for all this, but then I need to make sure I have, you don't need shit. You're making me nauseous. That's (laughs) like, I, I, I don't know how else, we're supposed to get addicts to realize this this fucking yeah. repetitive bullshit that they stay on every single day for simple as something as like I do this because sober me is even worse than nicotine me. Like I'd rather be a slave and <laughs> and do all this bullshit than just not use. And I, I gotta say in. In, it sounds like a terrible excuse, right? Like in hindsight, like now that we're past it, like it just seems so, so weak, right? It such does, a such yeah. a small reason to continue. But like, you know, you know when you're in in the throes of that, and you're still coming to terms with the fact that you want to quit and you're going to quit. Like, it can be any any obstacle can be, it can be seem insurmountable, and it's not. As that's what that's that's the main point of what we're getting at that's here. Right. It's like it's yeah. It's, it's surmount. It's very surmountable. Yeah, it seems like such a such a huge hill to climb, and then you get to the other side, and it's like, nah, that's. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it. Don't don't get me wrong, but it's and it's a big deal while you're standing at the bottom of it. But. Right. It's certainly doable. Yeah. And it's crazy because we we haven't even talked about like the first week of quitting. We're still like even just just a, a moment yeah, before <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, and maybe I might be the minority, but when I planned my my quit date, when I was like, okay, on this specific day, I'm gonna quit. I feel like those last few days before I actually quit, I stuffed my face with as much nicotine as possible. Like, I was like, okay, yeah, if I'm going to yeah. do this at 12 a.m., then this last 10 is going to be my last 10. And I yeah, made just this, doing your shitty right, this bullshit-ass <laughs> romantic play day with my 10 to be like, oh, this is my last time enjoying this pinch for dinner. You know, like, what the fuck? So I think uh, what we can basically say here is there are no shortage of excuses all of which sound really really good to you when you're on the bad side of using nicotine and they all sound really stupid on this side after you put some days between actually quitting and uh so i guess if you're if you're ready to jump in we're ready to help you got a community guys ready to help you uh figure it out bring your anger to us and uh, we can get you all the way through perfectly quit Thank you for listening to the QuittingDip.com podcast. None of the insights here should be considered medical advice. We're quitters, not doctors. 
To reach the show or contribute to the mailbag, email us at quittingdip at gmail.com or come quit with us at quittingdip.com. <laughs>